Hey, welcome to Real Talk, episode 187. I'm Todd, this is AJ, and we're back. What up, y'all? Hope you're having a good day so far. We have a show for you today. <laughs> we got a show for you, and that's what we got. So, what's Real Talk? You already know the deal, but in case you're a person that's coming into our small home for the first time, may I introduce you to the show? What is Real Talk? It's an opportunity to talk about life, God, the Bible, and everything in between. Well, Todd, AJ, fun turn, it's mine and care. How do you do that? Well, you join the discussion by going to a link, www.theremnant.life slash real-talk. The description, or that link should be somewhere in the description of this video. So it's www.theremnant.life slash real-talk. If you click that, it's going to take you to a page. You'll see some pictures of us, which I'm sorry. (coughs) Scroll to the bottom. It's going to say submit a question. (laughs) You hit submit. It's going to take you to a form fillable box. You can type your question, paste an article, a thought, um, that maybe you feel uncomfortable to ask about God, about Christianity, about Christ, whether you're a Christian or where you're not, whether you're not. You've wanted to know. Maybe it's uncomfortable. Maybe people get upset at you. Maybe, I don't know, you just you don't feel like you have anyone you can trust to ask that. It's an opportunity for you to do that because when you write that question in and you hit submit, it goes into our database instantaneously. That means right away and anonymously. So we can't find you. We don't know who you are. Nope. And that way you can feel safe to know. And that's what we do. We give you real-life questions about real-life topics from real people. Real talk. See? Real talk. Anyway. Real views. Don't promise to always have every perfect answer, but we do promise to take your question seriously and hopefully, if nothing else, drive you to find the truth um, in the Bible and in life. So it's all real, man. That's what we say around here. It's all real, bro. You're still around here. What's it's all real mean? I mean, Jesus. Jesus is real. Mm-hmm. Anyway, that's it. That's what the show is. That is the gist of this show you're Are we still hyping to. a fundraiser here? Because you have a bit of an update right now. Yes. Wait, it's guys, over? Yep. Fundraiser mm-hmm. is over. Uh, okay. Ended at the end of October. Okay. Go ahead. Mm-hmm. So if you guys look at my hair, I have frosted tips now. If, uh, if you're listening to the podcast, go ahead and head on over to Facebook, YouTube, Rumble, wherever you want to go to see my face right now. Or envision it. There you go. You got to see my prostitutes. That was a long pause. It was a long pause. Yeah. <laughs> How do you feel? Uh, honestly, man, it feels kind of cool. <laughs> nice. I told you. I know. I, I know. Streets back. Yes, right. I, I feel like straight out of the late '90s, early 2000s, and, and specifically Ryan Cabrera. Don't know why, but I just feel like it. all the way down. <laughs> yes. Oh, we just got banned. Dang it. Nah, nah. Dude, that's only like two seconds. I can't do. Hey, don't two, don't two e- don't ever speak down to me because I'm worried about copyright law. No. <laughs> all right. <laughs> trying to listen, man. We can make I a mean, whole episode anyway. Too. What? They said it's very wise to worry about copyright law. I'm just really, all the way. <laughs> really hoping they just go. And it's two seconds. These it's guys not are idiots. Be we don't care. Otherwise, I gotta go get Tony, and then it's anyway. Ryan, <laughs> Ryan Cabrera. Yeah, I feel like I look like I don't look like Ryan Cabrera, but yeah, sure. but, but my hair kind of reminds me of him from this uh, his music video for that song. Up Ryan Cabrera, what he looks like. I'm gonna laugh if it's nothing like this. <clears throat> no, I just want to see Ryan Cabrera, man. I remember what he used to look like. He had the spike hair all over. Yeah, dude, it was spiked up. Now, his world has met your world. In it's some true, ways. man. He oh, man, he, he goes with a slick back look now. However, does he really the color? First of all, look at his hair in the back in the day. This oh, is man. Ryan Cabrera. That Whoa. is some wild looking hair. It is wild hair. Does he have? Is, is there any of the frosted tips? Yeah, I just showed you. Oh, is that the one? Yeah, look at that. Oh yeah, he definitely did it for sure. But yes, the world has collided between you know two of my worlds. I love music and I wrestling. Still has frosted. Oh, he does, doesn't he? And he's just doing that big old poof now. He rocks it still. He looks good with it. He's decided to go full punk artist. Oh, look at him, 
Now he's got some purple in there. It looks good, man. He can pull it off. He's 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 a handsome dude. That's a bit of an odd one. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um. But yeah, he is. He had just married uh, WWE superstar Alexa Bliss. So yeah. they just got married not long ago. So yep, those are both Ryan worlds Cabrera. colliding. A little bit of a note for you. Yeah. Forty years old. Really. Shocking, isn't it? It is shocking. Does it shock you, AJ, oh, that Ryan Cabrera is older than me? Does no. that does that make you feel strange that the man you think is hip and cool is older than me? Is that rock your world you, a little you bit, are AJ? A, you are a young. Does that shock you, prospering uh, man? <laughs> oh, I can't believe what I'm seeing. Is that how it feels? <laughs> I'm so sorry, Alexa Bliss. On the other hand, a little older than you think. I, I think she's enough. in her. 31. 31. Yeah. I would not guess that. Me either. So, I wouldn't have guessed it either. Anyway, she Ryan Cabrera took five, ten minutes of our show. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, that frosted hair. Yeah. Turned yeah. out better than you think. Yeah, man, it looks pretty good. If that doesn't take care of any copyright claims, then I don't know what does. show, Ryan Cabrera. <laughs> nice. I love <laughs> anyway, it. Anyway, go on. That's the name of the show. Might as well name just go for it. Um, but yeah, other than that, man, thank you guys so much for those of you who donated to AJ's uh, Three Months of Madness. It was, it was it was really cool. I know that um, it's such a blessing, and, and you know we appreciate all of you. So thank you so much. Yep, I think that's about thank all you. I have for that. All the way down, I'm falling. Anyway, <laughs> all yes. right. So catching up on our lives. You guys want to see something crazy? Here's mm. some nuts. What's that? Right now, in the very moment. That we are filling this show. Mm-hmm. We are doing our part for America in this building. <laughs> yes, we are. <laughs> All right. Expecting that. So, hey, America, you're welcome. Because what we've done, and I'm afraid to say this word, because for some reason you can't even say this word without possible shadow banning. But we are doing our part by opening our building for e lek shun purposes. Nice, man. They're allowed well to come and vote here. They are, our, our, our establishment, our building, dare I say, because that's what it is, <laughs> dare I is say. a voting center. Yes, it is, man. So It's been really cool. You're to welcome, America. We love you. God bless you. So, <laughs> just wanted to make sure people know that. Yeah, man. And it's, it's always All interesting the because they <laughs> <laughs> or <you> said, <laughs> this, this episode's definitely called Ride Cabrera. Uh, you just got to keep shooting it in there randomly yeah. this entire episode. That would be so um, but yeah, it's always interesting <laughs> when they are here because uh, mm. they just they kind of take over like half our building. And perhaps more. We don't know if they're stealing. It's true. <laughs> <laughs> no we don't idea. know if they're stealing. Because the only, yeah, I shouldn't. Anyway, that's cool though. Right? Yeah, man. It, voting. It, oh, yeah, hope you guys have cool. voted today. I hope you're voting. And by the time you see this, it'll be probably too late. But I hope you're voting. Um, voting is important. It is, man. Um, I've learned that. You know, recently. and it reminds me of how we got where we're at today. Mm. Um, I don't want to go down that road. <laughs> I don't want to go down we, that we road. We were down that road, mate. It literally led to, the, it directly led to some of our views going down. It's true. I mean, and, we, and we had an episode called, <laughs> we had some pretty, if you go back and listen, watch some, some episodes from, <laughs> 2020. Yeah. We, uh, we, we sold out. We didn't really care, man. No. <laughs> well, I mean, we were alone. We were in quarantine. Yeah. So. We were alone. We were able to do whatever we wanted. Yeah. So, anyway, what were you saying? 
Before I distracted you. Man, I don't I don't remember. Well, anyway, what's going on with your life? Oh, shout out. Bam, bam. This is important. Real Talk Club. Those of you that support, please feel free to join the show. Real Talk. Support us. It's a nonprofit. You're helping support the show, but also you can join our um, kind of a subscription club, which is Real Talk Club. That's all we got. Didn't you have a name for it at one point? Real Talk Real Ones. Yeah, the Real Talk Real Ones. So uh, what you do is $30 a month, you're in our top tier. You are the, we haven't come up with names with them yet, but you're the top tier. So what do you get? You get a free piece of merch every month Mm -hmm. along with... Everything below that, which is behind-the-scenes info. We're going to do shout-outs, specific personal shout-outs, all that kind of stuff. Um, now, I know a lot of YouTubers, that is not what we are. A no. lot of people, they, you know, you guys are used to this probably, those watching. Sometimes you can take a little bit of that merch out. It's happening. You're going to get you. Oh, yeah. The, the people that are in the top tiers, big shout-out to you. Sierra. Um, Greg. Who's the other one? Krista, Krista, Trent. yeah, Trent is in the top, yeah, and Krista is a supporter as well, but top tier Trent oh, as well. Um, you guys are getting your stuff, man. Oh yeah, and Krista, it's of course, exciting, also a supporter, which we love. She needs, she's going to get her stuff as well. Oh for sure. And so we're uh, really a month. You're going to get two items coming to you, which is pretty cool. Um, one of which I've already told you what it is: a sweatshirt. And I must say, it is cool. I think you'll appreciate that. So you're going to get a sweatshirt. Um, you know. It's, it's good. So feel free to join the club. It's fun. It's cool. It's exciting. A lot of fun stuff we got planned for that. You want to get in early because I also plan on us doing those that have been here. You know, you're going to get some special things as you come for, you know, your anniversaries. That's really As you cool, get your man. six months and your year. So, so the people that stick around. So thank you so much. Every single person that's donated anything to the show. You guys mean the world to us. And um, we want you to know you're appreciated for that. So if you want to join Absolutely. the show as a supporter... And any of those tiers, $15 a month or less, you're in tier one. You're still going to get behind the scenes. You're going to get some shout-outs. You're going to get some some cool stuff that will surprise you. Oh, yeah. Um, and if you're in tier one, which is $30 or more a month right now, we may end up adding another if people come. You know, you get the merch every month, and you get uh, the behind-the-scenes clips. You get bonus episodes. We're going to film bonus bonus episodes we're going to send out. Bonus. Um, just some cool stuff that I think you'll appreciate as we're trying to build this and reach more people. Um so if you want to do that and you want to join, you haven't done that yet, you like the show, or you just want to support, maybe it's not about the merch for you, but you do want to support a ministry that's reaching people for the kingdom and is answering questions to a, a segment of the population that maybe some people aren't reaching out to, you can join us. We would love that. You can go to www.theremnant.life slash give. There's a drop-down box. Go down to Real Talk, and all of that goes into this show directly to keep it running because, believe it or not, it does take money, time, and all that stuff. Oh, yeah. Keep the lights on, et cetera, and, you know, make sure... Literally. Things that, yeah, literally, exactly. So when you do that, if you join one of those, <clears throat> then go to www.theremnant.life slash real dash talk and enter in your address, particularly if you're tier two or tier one, I'm sorry, 30 or more a month, because we want to make sure we get you yes. your stuff. Now, there's going to be a spot on the actual Real Talk website here soon, www.theremnant.life slash real dash talk, that you can do all that at once. You'll be able to join the club with your info automatically sent in there. So so stay tuned for that. But for the meantime, awesome. you want to join the show, go to www. I mean, join one of those tiers, www.theremnant.live slash give. Use the drop-down box to go down to um, Real Talk, fill in your info, $15 a month or less, right? Or it's 15 at least, right? Yeah, yep. $15 a month, you're in tier one. Um, we may just go anything below that because we're just friendly people. So anything below. <laughs> you give anything people. monthly, right, regularly. And then $30 a month or more, you become a member of Tier 1. Then go to www.theremnant.life 
slash really just talk and enter in your contact info so we can make sure to mail that stuff to you. Boom. People, my I'm trying, man. It's a lot of info. It's doing well. Thank you. Appreciate it. I, I know I'd be stumbling over my words. All of a sudden, my so. eyes are very heavy. This is a true thing that's happened. <laughs> anyway, thank you so much. All the way down. Anyway. Yeah. <laughs> what are you... Uh, Again, sorry. <laughs> that's, that has to be the title. Won't forget the way you love. <laughs> that's actually fitting for the club. So, uh, if you will... We're uh, going to shoot a music video. What's up with your life, man? I mean, what's going on with your life? What's up with your life, man? What the... What are you what doing? What is up with you, man? <laughs> what is... <laughs> um, let's see, man. I'm trying to think. Oh, sorry for listening to that, guys. Oh, you're fine. It, was it Ryan Cabrera? <laughs> yes, it was. Actually. This is going to shock you. I just looked up Ryan Cabrera's height. <laughs> Ryan Cabrera is only 5'7". Does that seven? shock you? Just oh because when you look, uh, you know, film angles and stuff. It's well, just not only that, I just <sighs> saw a picture of him standing next to Alexa Bliss, and I was like, oh she's God, very tiny, though. Yeah, she is. So yeah, he's lucked out there. Oh, absolutely. Wow, he's only five foot seven, dude. This is such an amazing episode about Ryan Cabrera. I'm so happy this is happening. We can have it. We should have like a. You know how they do like tail the tape. <laughs> Sports, do like a Ryan Cabrera. T- oh my gosh, that could be a new segment. What? Tale of the tape, where we just we where we just make a literal segment about someone and them, all their attributes, whether it's life. You mean the fact that he's he formerly dated Ashley Simpson? There you go. See, that's a tale of the tape. That's that's part of his. Hey accolades. Ryan, <laughs> listen, man. If you're watching the show or you hear about this, we'd love to hear from you, Ryan. We're big, big, big supporters. We really are. I'm well, laughing. I love your music, man. All the way down. Anyway, you said you're not going to forget the way we loved you, so please remember to show us that. Please. Anyway. We love you. I love how AJ wants to put it like he's showing gotta, his, like, now that he has frosted tips, he's showing, like, his childhood a little bit and the fact that, like, he wants an MTV segment, like, oh my tail gosh, of the tape. Man, that's that's exactly idea. what it is. They don't even... That's what I mean. Imagine that real talks tale of the tape. What are we talking about? <laughs> Behind the scenes. Uh, that's uh, his middle name's Frank. I'm writing. So, I'm writing it down. <laughs> if you guys want to know, his name's Frank. We might as well just put it right here. It is the tale of the that's tape. Ryan name. Cabrera. Yeah. <laughs> well, no, it's his middle name. Yes. Oh, Ryan like, Frank. Nice. Look at that. Tale of tape. Hey, I got a question for you, AJ. What is it? Big Ryan Cabrera supporter. Yeah. Would you like to go to his ultimate Sunday Funday brunch party? He, he does a Sunday Funday brunch party. Yeah, and he's inviting you if you want. I want to go. <laughs> Just saying. As awesome. long as he sings that song, man, I'm in. True. That was the other big one, wasn't it? Are Always Back to Me? Uh, I'm trying to remember some of these other songs that he came out with. Let's see. Anyway, we should probably just get off of Ryan Cabrera for a bit. Yeah, but I suppose. What's going on with your life, man? Um, You know, still reading. Reading is going really well for me. Reading the Bible, I'm still in Acts. Um, I mean, like at this point, I'm in like Acts, like what is it, 16 or 17 now? And <clears throat> Acts 16, I just finished it up, um, so I'll be going into Acts 17. But uh, I was reading, and mm-hmm. what's cool that I noticed in my reading was, um, well, first off, before I actually get to this, I read. Uh, was it in 15 is when um, Barnabas and, and Paul separate. And it said they had a sharp disagreement. And I was curious what that really means. They, um, they argued. They got in a fight. They, like, 
They they literally this is what makes it so interesting. They had such a big disagreement that they couldn't travel together anymore. But That's guess right. what? Both were believers. Yes, and so when but why why do they say sharp? What does it mean? Sharp in that case means like a serious, like a bad one. Gotcha. Like okay. A bad argument. Yeah. Okay. Because they, I tried to look into it, and I, what like, you find? I, it was all confusing. I couldn't understand it really. <laughs> like some people said that it was almost like an act of violence, and I was like, oh, "What they had a fight?" Like I was like, "What?" So like, I wasn't really sure if that was actually true or not. So I, I wanted to ask because I was like, "Man, it says they got in a sharp disagreement, and that's when they decided to part ways." And it was because of Mark. <laughs> oh, that's right. <laughs> because Paul's like, "Listen, man, Paul, like Mark literally left us." I don't think he's up for this. <laughs> and then Barnabas was like, no, nah, man, like, I think we should forgive him. And like, we should, you know, he should come along. And that's, that, that was the reason why. Yeah. I just, I kind of remember too, to the little, I couldn't remember the name of the person, but yes, it was Mark. And because Mark had left him earlier, uh, Paul was like, no, Mark's not coming. Yep. And then Barnabas, who's a very encouraging guy, is like, we should take Mark. And Paul's like, no, we're not taking Mark. So Barnabas mm-hmm. ended up going with Mark. Paul went with Silas. Silas yep. However, we do know later on, right, based on the fact that he, Paul mentions that Mark at least was helpful. Yes, that they become, they somewhat heal that restoration. It's really cool, yeah, because and that's what's like one of the, some of the research I did. That's what they ended up t- talking about was like, yeah, like he ends up saying that he is worthy of of like good uh, a good stand like good standing and like it was really cool. But so I read that I thought that was that was interesting. So that was just part of life there. I was trying to do some research and it was kind of confusing. So. Because the whole idea of a sharp disagreement, I was like, "What does that mean? They fought?" Like I was just—it was interesting. Hmm. Um, but it brought me to just again. It's been that was a, re- a weird face I made. Someone's gonna see a horrifying face. Really? I just did this. I don't know why. <laughs> My like jaw hurt. Ain't even going. I'm dude, so I, sorry. I get it. No, you're fine. I, man, I'm so sorry to those that watched that. <laughs> if I didn't address it, dude, I promise you, they would have been like, "What just happened?" It was that weird. You're gonna see it. I'm anyway. excited. I'm gonna. I'm just so gonna sorry. play it in slow mo. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> but um, so the next chapter, Acts 16, um, <clears throat> Paul and Silas actually get arrested. Um, and what's cool is they're in the jail, and this earthquake happens, and everything like, like you know, doors fly open, their shackles come undone, and essentially they 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 minister to one of the guards and the guards takes them in, takes them in and, and houses them. And, and, you know, has, he gets baptized and his whole family gets baptized. And I was like, man, it's so cool because the guy was so scared that when it happened, he pulled out a sword cause he was ready to like, it says that, uh, that he was ready to almost probably just kill himself because it was going to be all these people against him. And, and Paul shouted like, no, don't. And, and then told him the gospel. And I was like, wow, like wh- what a, Paul just blows my mind, man, because of his faith and, like, his mindset and how he's constantly just, like, wit- like he just has that gospel mindset, man, that, that God mindset. It's just always about God. And I'm like, I don't know how he does it, man. I don't understand it. Because there's just so much that happens in life. And, like, I just, I can find myself not, you know, like, so I guess when it comes to, like, my life, I guess this is where it comes in. But, like, to, you know, I don't think that way a lot of the time because I'm so caught up in other other stuff you know other factors of life that I you know the, the God mindset doesn't come along with it always and I'm like man dude like it's just so convicting and it's boldness and that's been a theme of my life is boldness 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 reading through acts there's so many acts of boldness in it mm. and I'm like dang 
Hmm. You know, I feel like God's trying to tell me something about like, hey, Jay, like, you know, you, you know, you need to be bold. And I'm, I guess I'm scared of that because I'm, I'm always, you know, I can naturally be a people pleaser and I don't, I don't like to, you know, ruffle feathers. I don't like to rock the boat very often. And even though this is what, that's why life's so interesting to me is because even though you can sit there and rock the boat so much in your life, like it doesn't matter how many, doesn't matter how many times you do it. The next time that comes up to rock the boat, it's like, oh, like I still get scared. Because, <laughs> you know, clearly I've had moments where I've done it, but it's like it still doesn't it doesn't make that feeling go away. And, and the weird part, and this is where, like, I guess I can I can almost like, you know, talking about doubts for a second, but like I can almost doubt, like, how much do I really believe this? Because, like, those thoughts don't go away. And the only thing that should have changed was my the amount of faith I have because mm. the feelings don't change. Yeah. It's the amount of faith I have to push past it. So when I fail and I don't do things I know I should do, it can make me question faith sometimes. Or like, how much do I really believe in this? And that's hard, man, because then like, I can be like, man, and, and you know, the irrational side of me can even be like, you know, do I actually like, do I believe in this? Do I, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So it's like, mm-hmm. I don't know, man. So that that's one thing. Um, I'm still kind of like, I, I had a, a couple of realizations throughout the past couple of days of, like, I still don't, like, I don't like to deal with how I really feel because then I think it makes me uncomfortable with what I have to do, whether that's having hard conversations with people, whether that's having to realize that I have to do something differently. Um, so then I've spent so much of my life, <clears throat> excuse me, i spent so much of my life just kind of, stuffing those things down and that's just what I'm used to it's what I did since I was a kid so it's like I I spent so much time doing that that that's just my norm and it's hard for me to bust out of that but um I had that realization of like man I still do this and like I I am trying to not only am I trying to like trick others sometimes and like everything's fine I'm trying to trick myself (laughs) Like, I'm having an inner battle with myself to almost, like, convince myself, yeah, man, like, that doesn't bother you. Or, like, yeah, man, like, like you're fine. Like, that, that doesn't matter. Mm. And then and then before we know it, that's probably why I'm so anxious because I'm constantly at a battle with myself because I'm trying to tell myself that, like, this isn't reality when it is. <laughs> How I'm feeling isn't reality. You're just, you just got to, you know, move on and just know, like, you're supposed to be joyful. You're supposed to, and it's like, gosh, no wonder faith can be so hard sometimes because we make it hard. And that's and I make it hard because I, I don't just let it be and then deal with it. I try to fix it in an unhealthy manner because it's by not doing what God tells me to do. I do the opposite. <laughs> so mm. it's like, dang. So that's another thing I realized. Um, the good in that, though, is that it gives me an opportunity. And I always pray, man. Like that is one thing I do pray to God about. Is I say, God, please just like give me opportunities for things. Like give me opportunities to see things. Give me opportunities to move. And you know, He gives me opportunities to see things in myself to where I can, I can, you know, there is action that can happen behind it. He still gives me that opportunity. So that is a blessing. So, yeah, man. I think that's that's for the most part where I'm at. Um, trying to think. Oh, uh, I'm going to a Notre Dame game. <laughs> Is that this weekend? Uh, it's the seventeenth, I believe. So whenever that is, I think it's a couple weeks from now. Yeah, yeah. So oh wait, was it the seventeenth? Or no, I thought it was happening on a Saturday. It must be the nineteenth. 
Mm. Must be the 19th, because I'm pretty sure it's on a Saturday. But yeah, I've never been to one, so that'll be fun. Yeah, that'll be crazy. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it really will. It'll be fun. <laughs> so yeah, there's there's my life in a nutshell. Life in a nutshell. Yeah, I mean, I think... Uh, Scott, we the difference with Paul is, I mean, I'm sure he did what Jesus told him to do. Prayed and believed and acted the way he's supposed to act. And yep. Sometimes I think we want to complicate it. Oh yes. Um, like you said, but yeah, I'm not really sure what to add to that. Other than <clears throat> sometimes actions, we got you got to do action. You know, we got to do action. It's true. That's what it comes down to. <clears throat> in the day is action. You're right. <clears throat> I'm so sorry, guys. Dude, I get it, man. We it's been a weird season so far. Hot, cold, hot, cold, mm-hmm. cold, hot. Yeah, it's, it's making been everybody rough. feel weird. Yeah. But how is the highway of life for TB? Well, first of all, I just found something completely shocking. What? I was just singing the highway to life because oh. uh, you know rascal flats. <laughs> um, it's it's on the way down, not all the way down. On the way down. You knew that. I've I been singing so. all the whole time. I you never noticed. Yeah. I've been singing this song wrong since time began. So it is on the way down. Not all the way. Wow. Yeah. I never noticed you said yeah. all. It sounded yeah. like on to me. No, that's probably why I thought it was it was all. That's amazing. Um, <laughs> and though I won't forget the way you love me. He's only said one time. And I won't forget the way you love me. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> Uh, that's the only, yeah, so anyway, Ryan, I'm sorry, I've been saying your song wrong, man, but, uh, if you see this, please forgive us. <laughs> I meant it, I, this guy's being sarcastic. <laughs> uh, well, weight loss journey, I've been updating you guys, I'm now, because happened, happened, mm-hmm. I am, um, back, I am officially point, I think I'm point. A, like six or something yeah. pounds away from being 20 pounds down. That's incredible, man. Yep, it's been uh, 11 and a half weeks. So we'll see. That's pretty exciting, though. Oh, yeah. Um, what else to say? Flag update. Things went pretty well this time. We won. Yes. Tied the week before with the guy who, who tried to tackle me. Yep. Didn't the, have any of that. I did get shoved into a wall. The Heisman time, moment. But that guy was... That guy was okay. We won. So we mm-hmm. are now one, one, and one. That's right, man. Got them ones across the board. So, uh, yeah, it was okay. What else? I guess I don't really have anything to update you on. So. Like, I understand, man. Sometimes I forget life, like what happens in life just because like I, I didn't even think about flag or anything. Um, yeah, I think if I've like, had any deep epiphanies, uh, not probably not any that I can really think of that – is worth sharing. Hmm. Uh, a lot of cool stuff just to be a part of. You know, God's real. And I, I mentioned a few weeks ago, I guess I could talk about this, a couple episodes ago, I believe, about, you know, wounds from our family. Yeah. <clears throat> Pretty raw episode for us. It was, man. That was that was a great episode. Um, but what's crazy is less than a week after that, I had the beginnings of real reconciliation with, with a family member that came out of nowhere, 100% God. So wild. So really, really thought that was incredible miracle. And the reason I thought of that is it's all real. And we had prayed the day before, you know, not, not I didn't give specifics, just in general. And just the next day got a phone call and some reconciliation. And the person just said, hey, I don't want to leave things the way that they are. And I thought that was crazy, man. Whew. It's all real stuff. God's so incredible what he does, <clears throat> man, how he moves. Yeah, it, it's, 
That's pretty surreal. Yes. So, um, yeah, I guess that's it. On the way down, though. I do want to read a, a comment we got from uh, one of the old members of the pod squad. Pod squad. It isn't on here, but... And it says, quote, I'm still trying to catch you up, but you can count on this pod squatter to be a part of the <laughs> Real Talk fan club, the real talkers, the real fans of talk, the RT fan club, the re- RT pod squatter, whatever y'all end up calling it, because I'm 100% in- into all things Real Talk, exclamation point. And that is our dear, lovely, fun Krista. Krista, well, thank you so lovely. much for joining up. I can't speak, man. Thank she you so much. That. She's been a long time listening. <laughs> I'll just keep it. We that. love you, Chris. That's for real. She's so cool and supportive, man. Oh, she really yeah. is. Love her a lot. And weirdly, we met her through the show. Mm-hmm. Like a, a burgeoning friendship began. A what? Growing beginnings of a friendship. Began. Gotcha. I never heard that word in my life. Anyway, <laughs> uh, beginnings. Now you're making me. Oh, oh, give, to give grow it. or increase rapidly, to flourish. Nice, dude. You are such a word guy. It's, it's amazing. I read a lot of books, man. dude. You have you said so many words, right? It's funny because I'd be like, "What does that mean?" <laughs> like, like, yeah, that's partly from my dad. I grew up, and my dad, um, this is true. He he constantly read, voracious reader. <laughs> I knew you were gonna say. That. I was about to be like, "What does that mean?" Uh, <laughs> Constant? Ate a lot of it, yeah. I mean, ate a lot. He absorbed and consumed a lot of books. Gotcha. He um, he was a reader, for real. Like, more than anyone you've ever seen. So my picture of my dad growing up is him with a book. Well, that drew, drove me to want to read. And I, I began to read at an early age. I read. I was reading, I don't say this bragging, it's, it's, it's except on to him, as I read, like, full-length novels in second grade. Like, because just watching him read got me into wanting to read. Mm-hmm. And, and the one th- reason I bring all that up is, man, reading is so underrated we don't talk about it i think in today's culture much because yeah you know social media and articles but but reading um just since you said that i think it's had such a drastic impact on my life not just vocabulary wise but even ability to process and think and all that kind of stuff i love to read have not i don't read as much as i want to and as i used to for fun but I was a voracious reader as well. Read a ton all the time. So it's funny you say that because like I will say those things sometimes. Not even I'm not trying to. Just from reading, dude. It's incredible. You know what I mean? I love it. And and he reads more than I do. So it's pretty pretty cool. Well, honestly, shout man, out to Dad. Thank you. Shout out, Dad. Dude, Speaking I of, you're going to the Notre Dame game with your dad. Oh, that's true. I forgot to mention that. Yeah. Thanks, Dad. Um, <laughs> um what was I gonna say, dude? I think that it makes sense why like reading is such a like. Um, why they make it so like so important, like even in like school or they I don't I had been at school in almost ten years, weird, but um, five for me. Uh huh. <laughs> <laughs> so I don't know how like if things have changed, but you know when I was in school, like it was such a uh, important thing for reading. Like you know you still had to read like a certain amount of books every month and have a certain amount of points for like the scholastic you get those? reading. You read a lot of them. I would no, no. You <laughs> did you guys have book it when you were in school? Still? We did. We yeah. did have book it. Where you could they get, still uh, have that Pizza Hut stuff. Pizza Hut stuff. Yep. They still have it. I, I don't know. That it's... was like an exciting time, man. Book it. Oh yeah. Because we would use it. Did you yeah. Did you guys have the Scholastic Reading Fair? Yeah. Oh, of course, man. I loved that. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, me too. Buy yep. books. They still do that. Yeah, they do it. Well, they do it at my old elementary school. They still do it. And and cool. the uh, the book reading thing. I I don't know if they're still doing it necessarily in schools. I think they are, but I know they're doing it at okay. libraries. Oh, book it in libraries now? 
That's yeah. pretty cool. But yeah, man. Pizza like, Hut and all that. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to think of oh. like uh, because you had to take quizzes on the books. Like they would ask you, it was like ten to fifteen questions, I think, and you had to answer the questions right and like get like an eighty percent or higher to officially have the book like score for the month in like English. And uh, dude, oh yeah, I mean, I would just try to guess honestly a lot of the time because I didn't read the book I had. <laughs> But the, I, it's funny, though, because there are books that I do love, you know, Under the Dome. Yeah, it's crazy you read that one. That's a huge book. Yeah, it's over a 1,000 pages, and, dude, it's such a good book, man. I love it. So, like, it's funny. It's one of those things where, like, I've always enjoyed reading. It's just the book has to catch my attention immediately. Like, it mm. has to suck me in. Because then if it does, I won't stop reading it until it's done, man. Like, I mean, that's something I, I remember spending entire days, like six to eight hours reading yeah. a book if That's it was that cool. good. I get it. Me too, man. Me too. And and to me, I agree with you, dude. It is important. Like, it teaches you a lot, you know. Um, it reminds, reminds me of the, what is it? Uh, there used to be quizzes. Uh, it teaches you, like, critical thinking, too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's yeah. really cool. So, yeah, man. I, I think it's awesome that you read as much as you did. So, that was my main point. <laughs> that is cool, man. Yeah. I guess there's one other thing that's kind of conviction. I just remembered. So, I told you guys a while back. Did you have some Clint doing? So I reached out. So I had this professor in college. Okay, speaking of reading, this one mm-hmm. he's an English professor. When I transferred, and this guy's story and his testimony is pretty incredible. And I think I could say it. I don't know his name, but the gist of it was, and I learned it early on, was he got married, loved his wife, had a baby. She was in, a, I believe, a car crash, passed away. <sighs> so he's left with this infant, trying to work, get his degree, you know, his master's. And his testimony, man, he just impacted me. He's married, he get remarried now, and his son, you know, he had his, raised his son. And uh, I just loved the guy's heart for God and the way he thought, and I admired him so much. And I was a screwball at times in college, man. Like, he was so nice to me, um, even though I was one of those guys that probably had a lot more talent than I was willing to admit. Mm. Um, and what was craziest, so I, I it tried to set up with him at times back then, being a mentor. You know, I've always been told the benefits find a mentor. So, but I would just be a screwball, man. I was in hurt, and sometimes I would like be in and out, and it just didn't continue. But I reached out to him a couple months ago. I think I mentioned this. Found him his email. I don't remember how I found him. I don't know. I messaged him on Messenger. That's what it was. Okay. And asked if he'd be considering. I was just really real. I was like, I know it's been a long time. Here's my situation. If you'd consider being a mentor, because I always respected his mind and his faith. And he said, Yeah. And he sent me. I sent my initial one was deep, pretty deep, man. I just asked him the questions we talked about. Like, what do you yep. do with this? He's older than me, clearly. And and he was real, man. He's no longer teaching and just and gave so much of his time, dude. And I just I missed it. You know how my phone is an email, and I get a thousand emails a day, and I'd missed his response. So I hadn't responded. It's been like a month. By the time I saw it, he had sent another one kind of saying, and I haven't got to respond to him. So this looks like I'm blowing him off. But it's just so cool that he would take, he lives in like Maine now, by the way. Mm-hmm. Takes the time to really answer my questions. So why do I say that? You know, if you have someone out there that, especially young men, we men today, we don't get taught by men very often, you know. And it's important to find a man, older man, if you can. Sometimes you can't, that you can learn from. Because... Um, we need that, man. Mm-hmm. And in, in all of human history, up until really, you know, the past 40 years, maybe less, that was a typical thing, man. Even if it wasn't like this official mentorship, right? You 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 learn from men. Yeah. Maybe even more than that. Maybe it's the past 50 years. But I just think it's interesting. Um, and to kind of say it out loud that I feel terrible because he's, he gave, dude, he gave me real answers. Like, and deep. And like stuff that made me think. And you know that for me, sometimes I'm like, 
I won't just say that about anyone. No, absolutely so, not. So um, if he ever sees his prof, I'm going to get a hold of you. Hmm. But uh, I need to sit down and do that because I really do appreciate it. And it's like it's one of those things that it's so deep and I feel just so bad that, I'm, that I, it got lost in there. That mm-hmm. It's going to take time because I want to give it the time it deserves, it was his responses. Absolutely. You know, so hopefully he doesn't shut it down in the second one, you know, because I, once again I look like that screwball because of what I was like in college, mm-hmm. you know. Anyway, it was cool of him to do that, older men, you know. And everyone is able to mentor someone. You hmm. know what I'm saying? When you're 18, you can be a somewhat of a mentor to a 12-year-old, 10-year-old. That's true. Or if you're 30, you know. So it's cool. I just thought a lot about that and how we all crave that a little bit. Absolutely, man. It's interesting to think. I. What catches my mind is, like, even you saying, like, everybody can be a mentor to an, to an extent. I'm yeah. like, that messes with me a lot. <laughs> oh, really? Oh, yeah. Because it goes back to, like, you know, how you view yourself and how you, like, how you, like, you know, how much you believe in yourself because you have to have a certain amount of confidence and, like, you have to be willing to, like, believe in yourself in order to mentor somebody, if you like. Because if you're just, like, don't believe in yourself down in the dumps all the time, like, you know, can't see outside yourself. Yeah, can't yeah. exactly. Can't see outside yourself. There's no way you could like. There's no way you could do that. So, it was just really. I guess to me, it just kind of hit me because I was like, "Dang, dude!" Like, it made me think about my own life. So, <laughs> and like how like anybody can be a mentor. And I was like, "Dang!" Mm. So it's really good, man. Especially even like like even like mentioning like an 18 year old who could be like a mentor to like a 12 year old. It's so true. I don't know. We're constantly influencing somebody in some way. And that's whether we whether we're we're aware of it or not. Uh huh. And yeah. so I was like, man, that's on the way. On hit the way. me. On the way down. On the way down. You know what you just made me think of? I thought of a new segment right as you're talking. Okay. It's gonna be so weird. I'm excited. And I'm not blowing it off because everything you said is true, but it started making me think of other things. We should do a segment called like unpopular truth. Mm-hmm. And here's what I was thinking about it because I thought of another thing that I've been pondering but it would take longer than I probably have today. And it's the famous section of Ephesians 5. Now, you may ask what's in Ephesians 5. There's a lot in it. One of the sections that I'm referring to is God describing marriage. Yes. And when you read this section, I I think it would be interesting to discuss it. But then I started thinking, because... Okay, let me finish one thought at a time, Todd. Um, To discuss it, because black and white, man, it's very countercultural in our new kind of in today's um, world. Fe- yeah, sort of feminist driven world, meaning that, you know, feminism of course started off in a good thing, I suppose, in a way of wanting to get it did, wanting to get women's rights and making sure they're treated the same. But then it's kind of went too far, you know. Agreed. Um it's turned into more of men hating them. But because of that, a lot of the, the ladies, even Christians in the world, are raised in that, whether they and it affects them subconsciously. Yeah. But when you read it, right? Because like for instance, the concept of loving your wife is Christless a church. That's used as a hammer all the time for men. You've got to sacrifice. And then it gets twisted to what you should. You know, you have to go do what she wants. That's loving mm. her. Well, then, let's. we don't talk a lot about And I was told by someone that they'd never heard this preached, and I've done it before, and it isn't popular, is their call to submit to Christ. And here's an interesting phrase, and I'll, this is a little preview. Um, and I don't even want to talk about it. I'm not giving you what I thought, but it'd be right now. But it'd be interesting to go through this. It says, submit to your husband in everything. Hmm. And, you know, what does that look like? And people try to kind of soften it because there is an overall command, even in Ephesians, that we, we submit to one another in mutual love, right? But that specific command is in a separate area. Yep. 
So it's just interesting. But when you start that, the segment, getting back to the segment, yeah, we talk about biblical truths that are kind of softened in our culture today. Hmm. For instance, here's an example. We just read one the other day. Love your enemies. Like, what does that mean in reality versus what we make it? Because we'll be like, well, I'm not destroying my enemies, so that's good. Or um, don't gossip. You hear what I'm saying? Yep. And just kind of discuss it. And, I don't, and I'm not saying that I'm even, like, maybe we'll end up finding ourselves somewhere else. But it'd be interesting to read those things that are uncomfortable. I love this. You know? It's, so be on the lookout for a new segment that we're working title, Unpopular Truth. Unpopular Truth. Or something like that. I had, never mind. Yeah, we'll I come up with something. I had something, but then it didn't. The real truth. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> the anyway. The real truth. A little bit of a side note. Shall we move on? We shall. Let's go. We got some great questions today. I'm very, very excited. Not Barry, though that would be funny. Very, very. Oh, <laughs> I'm so used to saying all on the way down. All right. Suck. What did you just say? Suck you. Oh. <laughs> I won't forget the way you love. <laughs> Here we go. My question for you, AJ, is very simple. Okay. Or is it? Maybe. When should Christmas start? Before or after Thanksgiving? After, easily, and especially Christmas music. Oh, I took this so much deeper. I'm such a, this is such a nerd, because I get it now. They're saying, when should you be allowed to put the Christmas trees up and all that? That makes perfect sense. I'm with well, you there. I'm curious. No, no, no. Sure. I'm, I'm with you on after, if that's the question. This is what I thought. I was like, oh, true question, huh? We should always celebrate Christ. That's the answer. Before, during, after. <laughs> that's what I thought, dude. That's yeah. so funny, because my mind did not go So there. do you, do you, well, I think you're right. I think your, your reading of it is, I'm mocking me now. I one now it all makes sense. I was like, what an interesting question. <laughs> Why did you? Um, I'm such a nerd, but yes, I agree with you. So, have you known anyone? Well, what about you, Fun Turn? Before, oh, first of all, we definitely do not celebrate Christmas before Thanksgiving. First of all, I'm fluffy, so I love Thanksgiving. <laughs> I I love to eat for one, but two, there's a song that I play around this time of year. Yep, you played it earlier. Dude, I, I'm not gonna lie. I can't. I know I'm gonna hear it, but once I do, I can never stop singing it. You remember oh, that? Yeah, it yeah. went on for four or five months. Oh I yeah. I almost sing it. Just don't now. do it. I almost did. <laughs> oh, it's so good. Because uh, I saw it's him so share good. the link in our thread. Yep. Uh, but I haven't <laughs> watched it yet because I knew what was gonna happen. Yep. Here's <laughs> the season. Um, I would agree. After, let me ask you guys a question. Yeah. Do you know anyone that's that begins before? Bethany. <laughs> yes, that, I agree. But she wears she's wearing a Christmas hat in March. Uh, so well, also also my boss at work. Really? If she could listen to Christmas music right now, she would. She just knows there'd be a riot at the store. Do you know anyone that puts the tree up before? Uh, my boss. Wow. You? <laughs> How about you guys out there? Any of you put your tree? I'm not mocking you. I'm just curious when people like their traditions are. Do you put it up before? I think a lot of people put it before. I I certainly didn't grow no, up. No, me either. What makes you think a lot of people? I think I've seen, like, I see pictures a lot of the time. Like, on wow. my social media. People you know, are ready for Christmas. I'm one of those guys. I'm not a Grinch. I think Christmas is a beautiful time of the year. I love it. It is. I really love Definitely. it. There is a different feel in the air. I'm just a Grinch in life, though, Nick. so, like. That's not true. You're not a Grinch at all. Except in your music taste. That's true. <laughs> oh, that's a story. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> I was wondering when this would get brought up. But... I forgot about this. <laughs> So I find out, Tim, who we mentioned before, our good friend, 
goes to this church. By the way, that's fun turned dying in the background if you heard him. I'm making him go to the doctor. The guy has the black plague. And he's like, I'm feeling better. Um, anyway. Better over here. Yeah. So our good friend Tim, this was Sunday men's group. Someone comes in and, and we're like, where's Tim? That man wasn't there. He's like, he's at the Goo Goo Dolls concert. Mm-hmm. Now, before I start, I already was kind of my, my alert went up because AJ, if I'm correct, mm-hmm. the Goo Goo Dolls, at least at one time, was your favorite band. Uh, or one of them. Uh, very up there. Very yeah. up there. Mm-hmm. Well, you have a tattoo on your arm. I do. Signifying one of their most depressing songs. Uh, it's gonna be up it's a black balloon. Yep, Baby's black balloon. Yep, there it is. Yeah. Yep. What's, that, what's that song about? Heroin addiction. Yeah, so and, and somebody dying on it, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and you got that on your arm. So, yep, <laughs> that was previous. Anyway, so he likes it, and I'm like, oh, that's that's interesting. And then someone said, yeah, it was it was it was Cowboy Kenny that brought this oh, to yeah. my attention, and he goes, yeah, AJ doesn't want to be friends with Tim because <laughs> he was invited to a Goo Goo Dolls concert here in in Indiana in Old Fort Wayne, mm-hmm. and he told him no. Yep, and I looked at AJ just with utmost shock. He said to him, this story, guys, stick with me. is unbelievable. And I said, is this true? And he goes, oh, yeah, yeah. I go, why? You just, do you not like Tim or something? He goes, oh, no, man. It's that secular music thing. Because he'd been listening to the show for a while. He's all about, you know, before he was saved, music was a huge thing to him. And it yes. led him down to some dark songs. It's very Which true. affected your mood. 100%. Which, by the way, this led to the infamous thing where he was, like, getting angry a couple years ago. Oh, Yeah. And I had to say, I have nothing to do with this conviction in your mind <laughs> that you're not supposed to listen to stuff. And you were, like, raging at me. But let me go on. So he had I felt like the Holy Spirit's been telling him to stop listening to secular music as much. Yep. And for a while at all, which he never followed. And he's going to say he never did. Which is, by the way, it's a whole other spiritual thing we talk about here. Because you definitely felt convicted to do that and just didn't do it. It's true. But I digress. I said to him, is that, he goes, yeah, the secular music thing. And I go, are you kidding me? Right? <laughs> the secular music thing. You didn't go to the Goo Goo Dolls, one of your favorite bands, because you're not listening. He's like, yeah, man, you know, I'm really taking that seriously. I said, okay, if I take your phone right now and I look at your Spotify history, <laughs> I, you're telling me I'm not going to see any secular music. He goes, yeah, you'll see. A, you'll, I mean, you'll see a little. I said, okay, well, so if I see it, you sure I won't see a lot? And you said, yeah, you'll probably see a lot. <laughs> so, but we're not even done yet. So, right, listen to me. He says that he said no because he's turning his back on, on secular music while still listening to secular music the whole time. <laughs> Which, by the way, we're not even saying he can't ever listen to secular music. This is a personal thing he felt. Right? Yeah, it's because true. We're not done yet. So then the story goes on. He <laughs> continues to say, I said that then clearly the reason you didn't go to the Goo Dolls had nothing to do with the second music thing. And he's continuing to swear up and down that that is the reason that he didn't go. So then I, it hits me. It hits me. <laughs> <clears throat> Two things hit me. This is, this is, I said, if I, if I look at your phone, am I going to see any of the Goo Goo Dolls? And he says, let me think. And he goes, maybe a song or something. This is what you said yeah. first. Then, after that, you let it slip as we're talking. Yeah, they got a new album out. And yes. I said, if I look, I go, did you listen to the new album, AJ? He goes, yeah, Tim sent it to me. So I listened to it. <laughs> so, and I, he, him, let me put this in perspective for you. He said no to going to the concert with, with our friend. Because he's not listening 
to the Goo Goo Dolls. Okay, he's not going to the Goo Goo Dolls concert because he is convicted about listening to secular music while listening to secular music, including the Goo Goo Dolls. <laughs> but yet, you're telling me that's the reason you didn't go. That is the craziest thing. This Listen, led to I, quite a talk with about 10 guys in a room. Oh, it's true, actually. Oh, yeah. Everybody, because they tried to help you a little. Like, oh, well, you didn't listen to Goo Goo Dolls, at least. And that's how that came up. And you go, yep. and I can tell by your face, because I know you, that you had listened. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Yeah, think about that for a minute. Listen, I never said I was a sane person. What was that? Oh, sane. I thought you said the same. No, sane. <sighs> anyway, sorry, Tim. But he got to take his lovely bride, I believe. So Yes. How was the show, man? Was it good? She probably fell asleep. She falls asleep a lot. <laughs> she probably, if she's listening, she's so mad, but she's not. <laughs> Jill, you ain't listening. Anyway, got her. I can just throw Easter eggs in because you're not listening, Jill. And neither are you, Singleton. And neither are you, Sierra. Got them all. Oh, hi, Mandy. I listen to things. No, you don't. See, those are just names of old fans. Old I can fans. Just throw in there anymore. Anyway. Oh, hi, production guy Blake. Oh, you're weird. You're really well, weird. I, I wonder why I don't get any respect, and then I look at the way I talk. It's for my... <laughs> you're going to bring just, up the message, aren't you? Huh? What are you going to bring up? It just reminded me of you said something very similar the other day, and then did something like that right that after. That was last night. Said, oh, yeah, that's right. <laughs> it was last night. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was last night. He said the other day, like it was six weeks ago. No, anyway, that, was, that was last night. Right. Yeah, where I said I need to start being more normal. Yep, and then immediately went, <laughs> Two seconds later. I have problems, man. I don't deny that. <laughs> that dude, That's why was, I'm thankful for Jesus. It anyway. Was hilarious. What's your question? All right. It says, you guys have answered this before, but oh, for life, we cannot find it. What does it mean to be spiritually mature? Can we ever be spiritually mature before death? Well, you can't be fully spiritually mature, glorified, right, is the term, like, yeah. perfect <clears throat> um, before death, right? We're on that sanctification journey to become more like Jesus. And I think the term when we say spiritually mature, to me, and this is how I define it, um, though we may not reach full spiritual maturity, meaning perfection in our faith, right? For lack mm -hmm. of a better word, until after death and we're glorified, we certainly can mature in this life. Yeah. So instead of worried about whether am I per can I be perfectly mature in this, spiritually mature in this life, are you any more spiritually mature than you were? And one of the things I say a lot, and I, I say this to myself, I just told you guys this earlier today. If I am not any different from a year ago, there's a problem That's in my good. faith. So I will define spiritual maturity for myself. Spiritual maturity is when you're growing to the point that God's way and God's truth and the, and the pursuit of that is trumps how you feel and what you want. Hmm. Right? It's the ability to do things you don't want to do. Right? Sometimes I don't read the, want to read the Bible, or sometimes I don't want to love my enemy. Not because, and do it, because you love God enough to do it. Hmm. And then not do things you want to do that he tells us not to because you trust his ways better than your way. Hmm. And it's growing in that. You know what I mean? Yeah. So when you talk today about kind of emotional maturity. Emotional maturity is the ability to not let your emotions, to be in control of them, right? To not let your emotions dictate your life. Well, spiritual maturity is kind of almost opposite of that. When, as you grow, you learn to let the, thing, the spiritual things of this life, right, your faith in Christ matter more than 
than what you see, do, and want to do. Does that make sense? Absolutely. So that's my definition. Yes, I think you can become, you can be more spiritually mature and grow in that in this life. And in fact, I think you should. That's what sanctification means, becoming more holy, becoming more like Christ. Mm. And I think that's where all, all Christians are called to do that. And we should, man. The the more time we spend with him, the more time we spend doing what he said, the more time we begin to act like the new creation and creature we are in Christ, naturally, the more we're going to become more like him. That's really good, man. Yeah. Number two, AJ, or number three, I suppose, two for you. What's the difference between following our spouse blindly and then being submissive? So uh, the first thing that came to my mind is that you can have disagreements and you can have a different opinion, but uh, you know the husband's gonna have the final say on a matter that is brought up between you two. Like um, that doesn't mean that you can't have you know your own opinion, all that stuff. Uh, and I feel like the reason why I feel like a lot of the time people can't help but almost view submission as like almost like this form of slavery when it's not. Mm. You know, you can still be who you are. Um, it's just that when it comes down to a final choice between something that is being brought between both you, both like you, both uh, you know, husband and wife, the husband has the final say in it, you know. And I think that, you know, for some reason, I, I think maybe that's just hard for people to grasp. You know, I don't know if that makes sense, but yeah. <clears throat> well, I, I think what you said is good, and, and some of the things you know, clearly, a a Christian couple that is both pursuing Christ a lot of their decisions are going to be harmonious. They're going to go together because... That's good. Naturally, right, if you're following God. What it does is God is a God of order, and he knows how humans are. So what I would say is, let's take a CEO of a company. Is he any more important than the store manager of a company? Not really, because if you don't have those store managers, he can't. He, the company falls apart. But he has to make certain decisions that the store manager, for lack of a better word, whatever store this is, doesn't have to make, right? And vice versa. Yep. I think God gives us that because he's a God of order and he knows at times what, let's say both people, and we always talk about this, your family, the husband wants to move to Texas, the wife wants to move to New York. And they talk and they both try to come to agreement and they both are kind of like, well, I hear you, I respect you, I hear you, I respect yours, but I still stand here. Who's going to win? Well, you, God doesn't want the family split up. No, not so at all. So then he's given us the tiebreaker. And that is, as you said, that you said it very, which I like. You're kind of challenging people. Final say. He's the one who's going to have to make that decision, and that's a weight. And if he's doing it right, that's a weight. It's not about being the king or the or the you know the emperor of the world. Yep. Um, and it's a beautiful thing to see a couple work in harmony together. But yeah, I think you're you're right. He gives it. He gives us that organization because he knows what's best for the family, and at times you're going to have to have that. Or say there's a, f- a fast situation, something has to happen fast, you know. Maybe you don't have time for a big, long discussion. What's the family going to do? That's good, man. And we live in the, in the modern world where, like, stuff like that doesn't happen. I always think of things like, Lord forbid, you know, people, like, war-torn countries, mm-hmm. where, you know, families got to make big decisions fast. You're going to sit there and have a 35-minute family meeting, don't have time. You know, for and and God, this isn't popular, but God's naturally wired men and women women differently. It doesn't mean, it doesn't even mean that the man is smarter, better, or or more worthy. Many many times, a wife is smarter than the husband, right? But that doesn't matter. That the store manager out there may be smarter than the CEO, but you still have to have organization yes. to get somewhere and to succeed. And I think that's why God gave us that. Absolutely, and He's wired us to be that way. I always love. It's them. a beautiful thing, really. Submission. Remember this. Christ said, nobody took, takes my life from me. I give it, right? I gave it up, meaning he submitted 
to the Father, and he submitted to the cross. He chose to do that. It takes strength to do that, and, and yes. a woman is not weak because she submits. She's a real woman because that takes a lot of strength. Absolutely. Especially to be countercultural. Sorry I, to put you I always love just when you bring up the idea of, like, God is a God of order because that makes so much sense. <clears throat> Great question, though. Mm-hmm. And, and following our spouse blindly, that's the one part of this I'm kind of confused by sometimes. Like, yeah, if your spouse is leading you somewhere that is dangerous to your family, who tells you to drink the poison Kool-Aid, tells you to do things that aren't godly, God still trumps that. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? But we're talking about deliberate sin, not just opinion. You know what I mean? Absolutely. So. Like, it, it, that's a great... I'm glad you brought that up because that separates the issue entirely. Mm-hmm. Love that. All right, my friend. You're up. Yes, the next question. How can we go about being in a union after being alone for so long? Like a wool man, uh, and that's one of the... Uh, they put wool man who has been on her own for so long and now having a husband. How can we allow them to be a part of our lives? fully when we've been on our own for so long and had to do things on our own. So one man that they're using here is kind of a term. It's from a sermon where we talk about the different masks men and women can take. And by masks, we mean the fronts we put on. Yes. Right? To sort of protect ourselves and and to get ahead in life. And the one man is sort of that woman. We all know the stereotype of hard-charging, domineering, takes, you know, I don't need any man. I'm, I'm in control. I wear the pants, those kinds of things. Yes. We've seen that. Excuse me. So what they're saying is, listen, I've had to be alone and take care of myself so long, and maybe even, maybe even in a divorce situation in which there's a biblical divorce, right? You know, and you're raising a kid. That makes it even more. And you all of a sudden now, you know, God hates divorce, by the way, and it because it, of what that does to people. Yeah. They've had, she ends up having to carry all that weight, make these decisions on her own. All of a sudden now she gets married, and now she's supposed to give that up. Yep. Because when she's used to, that's really hard. Oh, yeah. You know, that that's genuinely, that would be really, really hard. One, because it's become a habit. And two, like, you've become so independent because you won't, you didn't have someone to rely on in that moment. Hmm. So how can we go about being in union after being alone for so long? I think that's where your faith comes in. And I think that's where you remember that it's not even about your husband. And that's what I try to tell couples all the time, both ways. Hey, husband, it's not about whether your wife is worthy of love, Mm. right? In fact, she's not going to be at times. You know, when it says love your wife as Christ loves the church, we're a part of the church. Is the church on this earth worthy of his love? Mm. Are we? The answer is no. Am I worthy of his love on a daily basis? No, not every day, not every minute. In fact, there's times I do the complete opposite of that, right? Yes. And he continues to love us once we put our faith in him. What's the other way around, too? Um, she, so when we are, when I, when a man chooses to love his wife at times when she's unworthy of it, he does it because of his faith in God, not even his faith in her, his faith in God, because God said, son, this is what I'm telling you to do. It's not even about her anymore. And that goes the other way around. And this isn't popular. So for this one, in this case, and I think you're, you're, there's some humility here that you're asking this. Because you even define yourself as being that. Like, I know I've had to kind of, you said, woman, you've kind of taken this hard exterior because you've had to carry that weight. Mm. Maybe don't make it so much about whether or not your husband is worthy of it, whether or not your way was better than his way, because mm-hmm. maybe it was. Uh, whether it's harder, because a lot of times you're going from making decisions on your own, which is very fast, and the humanist can get in that of what, well, what I want is what matters here. And think of it as this is a an indication of your spiritual maturity, as we're talking about. 
You submit to your husband, right? And you work together with your husband, not because you even love him, even though you, you probably do. Yeah. Not because he is worthy of your respect, but because Christ is worthy of your respect. Man, that's really good. And you're called to submit to him, right? Mm. Um, as to Christ. And I think that's, that's what I mean by unpopular truths, interestingly. Yeah. Right? Because on the surface... If you just look at that from a 21st century perspective, it seems so sexist and all those things. But that's because you've decided we have been brainwashed to put power as the ultimate definer of value. You get what I'm saying? Oh, yeah. So power, quote, right? It goes back to leadership. What's real leadership? Is real leadership being the boss or it's is it not. being a servant? It's the servant, man. So I, my, my one, I want to encourage you because you see your heart's showing here. And two is... My tangible advice is to make it about Jesus, not in a snotty way like I'm gonna follow you because Jesus told me to, but in your heart, and what's and and knowing and trusting that He is going to, if your husband's not worthy as you submit, either He's gonna make your husband worthy because I'm assuming He's a believer, or um, He's going to fulfill you and honor your faith in Him anyway somehow. That's you know right. I mean? That's really good. <clears throat> yeah, and I think. I think, um, you know, that that's what it boils down to. And the other thing I would encourage you to do that is not, for some reason, doesn't happen in, not popular. in churches and in actually in any marriage, but I think in the world we know it. But in Christian church marriages, it's so mind-boggling, is communicate with your husband. Let him know that. You know, the times it's leaking out, say, I'm sorry, this is hard for me. Don't make it this anger thing. I do it. Make it, uh, this is hard for me. I want to do it. This is hard for me. You know, and let him know that as you go along, because it's going to help him to be more patient and understanding. Uh, tell him the times that you do mess up and you kind of take over again and say, hey, this isn't what I want to be. Discuss with him his view of marriage and, and read over Ephesians 5 together. Like, be honest with your husband so that the cool part about doing that, too, is you might learn to trust his decisions more in the way he handles that when you're honest with him. Yeah. Does that make sense? Oh, man, that's so good. It's a really good opportunity for you to give your husband the, the chance. It's a really good opportunity for you to grow in your natural respect for your husband by giving him a chance to shine. Yeah, you know I, mean? I hope people are listening, man. Cause that, that's really, my view of it. It's really good. Great question. I love, I love humble questions like this, man. And you asking that question, you also asked a, asked a question for a lot of people out there that have this same thought. Oh, definitely. Because even if they weren't... Um, Okay, man, and in this case, I guess you kind of even answered. Maybe you were never divorced. Maybe you were just a single woman that, you know, now you're 30 even, yep. 35, 40, and you finally get married, right? You, By finally, I just mean by the world standards, you get married. Yeah. And all of a sudden now it's like, man, I've been on my own. That would be hard. It would and be. You've asked, so you've answered that question for those ladies too. That's or a tough adjustment. Thank you. You ready, dude? Let's get it. This is an interesting question. Mm-hmm. Wording's a little... Kind of got to read through the wording here. Forgiveness is not bad, but why do I feel so bad to forgive someone? Or why does it feel so bad forgiving someone? Hmm. Probably so hard, all that. I think that my first thought was like bitterness. Mm. Uh, bitterness um, or a fear of getting hurt again by this person or the or a situation that you're trying to forgive, um, which I get. Like, But to me, I think that's probably why it's so. it feels like why... Uh, you feel so bad is because there's probably a part of that doesn't maybe that doesn't want to forgive it. You don't want to forgive the situation or you don't want to forgive the person, and so that might be why it feels bad as well because there's a party that doesn't want to. 
Mm. So mm. that's yeah. That's good. That's kind of where I had there. <laughs> yeah, it's it's hard because <laughs> forgiving someone, really forgiving someone, is it is it's not pretending that it didn't happen. You're actually acknowledging they wronged you, and then and now and you're giving them mercy. Yes. Even though they did that, that's hard to do because it that hurt's hard. still there. Yes. Like you said, yeah, so. it's it's you know the whole idea of forgive and forget is not no. It's forgiveness not, is a daily decision. Yes, and then over time, you know, and I believe that happens. The anger and frustration sort of fades. Your phone's mm-hmm. blowing up, though. dude. I know. I'm so sorry. You gotta, get it on. You gotta hit that silent, bro. I got you. Actually, put it on. Do not disturb, real quick. Um. Okay, it's, you, you're actually up. So that was awkward moment. My bad. Sorry, y'all. <laughs> so. <laughs> <laughs> had to put it on airplane mode, Jake, because I was it, was, it was going, vroom, vroom, vroom. all right, so next question, do you think that 1 Samuel 31 is a great example of how we can lead our children down sinful paths, and then uh, it says, Jonathan helped David out by helping him get away from his crazy dad, Saul, and because of the sins of his father, he dies in battle alongside Saul. Well, I guess they told me without looking up, I was going to actually look up mm-hmm. first, uh, uh, 1 Samuel 31, Yeah, but it sounds like that's, let me look it up just to be sure here. Yeah. So they're asking if the specific situation, which I th- if this is what it's talking about, then I, yeah, the death of Saul and his sons. Okay. <clears throat> and then the part that. It was in 31. Yep. Uh, yeah, it's one. Okay. So Paul said, draw your sword and run me through it. So, so but his armor does not do it. Then Saul took his own sword and fell on it. So he killed himself. And so on that day, Saul died together with his three sons, his armor bearer and all his men. Um. The Philistines fought against Israel, and Israel's men, many were killed. The Philistines overtook Saul and his sons and killed his sons, Jonathan, Abdinanab, and Nakashuah, um, etc. And then when they battle, intense fighting against Saul, the archers caught up with him and severely wounded him. Yeah. Um, so Jonathan actually, man, Jonathan was a special guy. Mm-hmm. They get talked about a lot. But so Jonathan was Saul's son, should have been in line for the throne, would have been. And then when God says, no, Saul has rejected God in a sense, and now David is, he was David's best friend and made a covenant with him. It was like, I, I will protect you, and I will make sure you're on the throne. Imagine that. Imagine that. It's insane, And man. then it's still, humility. though, still faithful enough, talking about honor your father and mother, that he was there fighting with his dad against these these people, these evil people. Because remember, those people are still evil that are coming yeah. against Israel. Man, dude. And, um, yeah, I think that's a perfect example of... The idea of how we can lead our children down simple paths, or more, maybe better way to say it is that our sins can affect our children. Yeah, you know the idea of like the sins of our father fall to the children. You know all that kind of stuff. Some some people are like, oh, that means that they'll catch your sin. That's not what it means, but it means your effects. So if, if I'm an alcoholic, is that gonna is that going to permanently have an effect on my children? Mm, no. The, yeah, it will actually. It's going to affect your children, like. It's going oh, to affect sorry, them. Sorry, I see what you're saying now. My bad. Yeah, it's it's going to affect them. It's going to have an effect on them. If they grow yes. up seeing that their whole lives. So that sin affects your children. Um, and that's a heavy thing, man. And we need to be aware of that. And in our brokenness, we're going to always affect our kids some and hurt them some. It's just a matter of are we going to minimize that or make it to the point where that's the main um, characteristic of their life? You know, absolutely. So it's that old saying. Have you ever heard that? So um, two brothers had an alcoholic father. Um, one became an alcoholic and didn't have a job, all these things. Right. The other 
became a successful attorney, had a beautiful family, wife, kids, and they asked that both of them, they asked them first son, hey, you know, how did you end up here? And he said, I watched my dad. And they asked the second son, the one who became successful, how'd you get here? And he said, I watched my dad. And it's like both of them were affected. One decided, one let it define him, and the other one let him let it push him the other way. So, really yeah, I think that story is a really sad story um, of one man's decisions kill, leading to, in this case, the actual death of so many people. So, yeah, great question. That's really good. Yeah, for some reason, my mom, <laughs> when I said no, I thought you meant like, like if it would literally like, like him like drinking with like. Oh come on, man! Yeah, that makes sense in the context. Like, does it does it go down their bloodline? No. Yeah. yeah, my fault like, for saying it. No, you're fine. I think yeah. my mind was just my mind was thinking funky. No, no, that, no. It made perfect sense in the context. It's so funny. All right, um, here we go. Got one for you. Okay. Someone I know posted on social media. To which deity should we be praying in public schools? Deity means God. To which deity should we be praying in public schools? Praying in quotation marks. Is it is the flying spaghetti monster okay? How about Allah and his prophet? And then this person says, what should I say? Hmm. I think that, you know, you can always give your opinion. You know, you could always say, I believe in the one true God. And that that's why I feel it should be in school. Like, you know, I guess we would probably need a little more context to fully understand the situation. But, um... Yeah, you can always give your opinion. You know, I can I can understand why it might be a little scary because it sounds like this person's very, um, I wouldn't say hostile, but they're just very, you know, um, oh, what's what I'm looking for? Gosh, what is it? They are very um, sarcastic towards the situation, so I can see why that might be a little intimidating. But yeah, feel you know, if you want to, you know, if this is the place where you're feeling led to stand up, stand up and give your opinion. Um, yeah, that's. Yep. Um... I, I will tell you this, when I see things like this, depending on the person, so if it's just like, say, an old classmate, um, it depends on my level of relationship. The closer they are to me, the more likely I am to respond to them, though I always do it privately. If I post on that person's post, they're clearly aggressive post towards against Christianity or against yeah. religion, um, and it becomes public, people are much more likely to be aggressive and fight you and argue versus... I send them a private message and ask, you know, it lets them know I'm trying to respect them too. But if it's someone, so if it's someone close to me, I'm willing to do that. If it's someone far away, I just, I just ignore it. And honestly, if it's someone that's kind of far off in my circle of intimacy, circle of friendships, I will literally remove them from my feed because I just don't want to see that kind of stuff. Yeah, because it's just like, why, I'm too why tempted to get into sure, it. Sure, absolutely. So um, that, I, like he said, you want to give your opinion, just expect that this person clearly is not going to be open to what you have to say. Absolutely. Um, I do think it's interesting that they, how look how respectful they were about Allah and his prophet. They won't even say the name, right? Because that's a respect of Islam versus, uh, you know, Christ. Yep. And I've heard that even, I believe him, everybody gives Kanye a big deal. I think he said this too. How come people say whatever they want about Christ? I've, I mean, he's not the only one, but I think he said this recently, and people jumped him about that too. Yeah. But I can't say anything about, you know, it's true, uh, Allah, Muhammad, etc. So yep, it's fear. That's why mm -hmm. we, you know, they can say what they want, but we all know what they say to do to anyone that says anything negative or mocks the religion. Right? It's You're true. gonna get killed. That's what it yep. says. And Christ says the complete opposite: to love your neighbor. 
That's why they can't take advantage. I mean, love your enemy. They take advantage of it. Really good questions today. Absolutely, man. Really good questions. Um, let's see. How long has this show been going, my friend? Over an hour. Oh, We're sitting good. at about... <clears throat> Probably around an hour 20 or about an hour 50. Oh, that's wow. long. Wow. Yeah, so we're just going to get it. You know what? Maybe that bonus episode could be the Real News Real Views we release. There we go. Because I do want to go through these. I just saw the other one he put on. It's pretty interesting about the... Uh, I'll just give you a little hint. The article headline is, A third of Americans say they attend religious services at least once per month, survey finds. Now, oh, what's yeah. interesting about that is the numbers, right? Yes, they okay. got some interesting statistics. In so there. we'll get to that sometime. All right. Fun turn, great job. Hey, great show. What do you got to say, my friend? Thank you guys so much for watching this. Hope you guys uh, enjoyed it. If you did, please like, share, comment, uh, whether that's from Facebook, YouTube, Rumble, anywhere else, uh, and just let people know why you're watching it. You know, social media is such a dark place nowadays. Why don't we give people a chance to see the light and just spread the message of Jesus? You know, so why don't you share this? I'd appreciate it. Thank awesome. you. Love it. Love Fun you. Fun turn. Anything? Love you guys. Sorry. You know. We had to send Tony down the line. He's been getting a little bit long-winded lately. And uh, he wanted to get a, uh, some sort of sandwich. Not really sure. He was very hungry. So we sent him out there to go get a sandwich. You don't want to deal with hangry Tony. He's not great. But, uh, you know, like he said last week, there's every pet plot. I haven't done this in a while. Tony's been doing it. So i got to get back in the swing of things. Every podcasting platform we are on, so... It could, if you could go down below, drop us a five-star review, and write something in there, a little blurb. doesn't have to be too crazy. It can just be like, what's your favorite soda? What's your favorite sandwich? Do you like water? No? I understand. Or you can give us a heartfelt message. We really need those as well. We love you guys. I hope you have an amazing day. And that's it. Love it. Hey, I got a couple things to say. One is, on the way down, i fall. Save me for myself. I won't forget the way you love me. Shout out, Ryan. Thanks a lot, man, for the Thank show you. today. Thank you, Ryan. I'm sure we're going to get caught for this. But, uh, <laughs> hey, all um, all ownership of this song belongs to Ryan Cabrera and his record company. We are using that as homage to him. Anyway, uh, say, see, Clint, I covered us. Legal jargon. Anyway, um, go. yeah, I got nothing to say. You know, um, they, they said it all. Love these questions. I'm so, so blessed to be a part of your guys' lives and to answer these questions. Um, I'm so thankful for that. And I guess I just want to end up by saying, listen, the world is going to tell you to, to look away from the truth and let them tell you what truth is. But here's the thing you got to know about truth. And I've said this for a long time. In our culture, this isn't popular. Truth is objective, not subjective, meaning the very concept of truth means there's only one. It has to be, right? A truth is a truth. There's either gravity or there's not. There's either a sun or there's not. And there's either the Christ, right, or there's not. And since we know the truth, which is the Christ is real, right? Jesus is who he said he was. Um, the world doesn't want you to see that. The enemy doesn't want you to see that because he knows it leads to life. You were made to be in a relationship with God. That's why all the things you've succeeded in, all the things you've, you've gathered for yourself, your money, your clothes, your relationships, all those things still don't fulfill you. That's because your purpose is bigger than that. And your purpose is to, to be living and walking statues of God's glory. That just by living your life and loving people and being different and having a relationship with God points people to God. And I just want you to know that God loves you. That even if it's hard to see the truth, that the truth is there waiting for you. You just got to ask to see it. So go to your Bible. Um, read it for yourself. Start in the Gospel of John. 
Um, if you don't, if you're actually, you know what, start in the Gospel of Luke for you. It'll be a little easier for you to understand if you have no church background. Read it and, and see what he really says because it's all real. He loves you. We love you. Please pray for us, pray for protection, all that stuff. We were doing that for you. We hope you guys have a great day. God bless you. Yeah.